0: On September 23rd in Hollywood, California. Where's my button? Oh, damn it. Hollywood, baby. Uh, I'm going to be at the Comedy Store in the main room at 7 p.m. and 9 p.m. I'm going to be shooting my sixth stand-up comedy special. Come watch me yell about trans people and get canceled. October 5th, I'll be in Charlottetown, Prince Edward Island, Canada at the Sobe Family Theater. Everything is so wholesome there. Even the theaters are like, Sobe Family. We get it. You guys have families up there in Canada. Good for you. October 6th, I'll be in Moncton, New Brunswick, Canada at the Capitol Theater. October 7th, I'll be in St. John, New Brunswick, Canada at the Imperial Theater. October 8th, I'll be in Waterville, Maine at the Waterville Opera House. Waterville, also known as Los Angeles after Hurricane Hillary. October 13th, I'll be in Erie, Pennsylvania at the Warner Theater. And then October 14th, I'll be in Washington, Pennsylvania at the Hollywood Casino at the Meadows. And then next year, we're already into 2024. July 6th, I'll be in Las Vegas, Nevada at the Mirage. That'll be a whole whole new new hour. Um, Come watch me uh, after my vagina and butthole have become the same hole. Bap, bap, bap. I did an Instagram thing to do questions for you, and it's a lot of people asking about your feet.
1: Really? Uh, yeah. That's so funny. You know what? It's a thing because I don't show my feet.
0: <laughs> Whoa. Are we rolling, Pat? Yeah. You don't show your
1: feet. I don't show my feet. Why not? Because it's fucking weird. The feet <laughs> are fucking disgusting. I think it might not be like— everyone. to everyone. An o- I know, unfortunately. I think it might be like an OCD thing where, like, I think of feet and it, like— grosses it just grosses me out and all of my friends use it against me they walk around barefoot literally <laughs> specifically to just fuck <laughs> with me also i will not show my feet for free that's also a thing i'm building up to if i'm mm-hmm. going to show you my feet you have to pay money if i'm going to show you these see things these, that disgust me exactly you see sh- these beautiful toes <laughs> you're gonna have to pay pay some money so you know this is
0: a, a conscious thing that you've never shown your feet uh
1: you know i don't want to I feel like if I'm like, I've never shown my feet, somebody's going to find find something
0: something of my feet. (laughs) That's
1: a really good point. Um, You you understand the internet very well. I've been censoring them recently, for sure, for sure. And there's definitely many times where I've probably unfortunately said the phrase on the internet, I will not show my feet for free and I'm just going to double down.
0: It is really weird because it's like, I see all these women making so much money on OnlyFans and I'm like, I think that if you show your feet, you might make more money than if you show like bare butthole at this point.
1: I agree. I also think, I've definitely had friends in my life that find it easier to date somebody with a foot fetish because you don't need to send nudes. You just send pictures of your feet. <laughs> and it's pretty easy. Like, you don't have to put that much effort in If they're like, oh, my God, like, send me something. It's like, OK, like, my feet. Yeah. Easy.
0: Just grow out that whole bush. Like you're just... A,
1: yeah, just right there. You don't need anything else. I don't know if I've dated a guy with a foot fetish before. I'm very happy to say that I personally have not. Or maybe they. I've just talked about how I just hate feet so much they know not to <laughs> okay. say it to me. Um, but I don't, I don't also like to kink shave in any way. So I, I would be,
0: I will, I would, I'm happy to, I mean, there's Get definitely your mouth away from my, there's feet.
1: some kinks that I would, I like how you went to sucking toes. That's the first, that's, that's where you went. I, I, well, I, I don't even know the things that people can I do cannot. with feet in a sexual way. Well, I don't apparently, understand.
0: apparently. Okay, please tell me if this is like, you're, this is not the age
1: to be telling oh, no. you all this. I mean, I'm a legal adult. Okay, we, we, this we is can a go sexual here. education. We can class go here. God. Okay, thank you. Teach me the ways. You are the pregnant so, one. Teach so me about- the ways.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, don't do anything I've done. I'm doing it all wrong. <laughs> I was like, this isn't how you get pregnant, right? I don't even know how <laughs> basic ana- anatomy works. <laughs> Apparently, the way if you're going to be intimate with someone's feet,
1: Okay, you oh, okay. have sex Give me the through there. Oh yeah, yeah, it's like a foot job, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I see. Which means I, I like the to hold face. my. Like, I
0: don't know if I can do the kegel long enough to even hold my feet. I think here's the thing. I think it's more of like a
1: crisscross applesauce vibe, <laughs> like you like crisscross and then you like do that. You know what I mean? I've never tried it. I like oh, to on. think I haven't thought about this. You know what I mean though? Oh, you like have to, that like, way? No, you kind of have. Sorry, you guys, like, guys, I'm giving birth. One second. Like, <laughs> like, what I would personally imagine it being, it's like you're sitting. And then you go like that. You put them uh, together. Yep. And yep, then it goes. Yep. There. You know what I yep, mean? Yep. Yeah. I feel like also I, I'm just... I don't want to be this out of
0: breath just because you're in the feet. Like <laughs> I'm already winded. I know.
1: I, it's just not also like I'm not going to like. No, I just I personally cannot. There are definitely some kinks that I would probably will just like not acknowledge or probably shame. But that's one of them where I'm like. It writes a line for me
0: personally. It's like my thing with scuba diving of like, is there nothing on earth good enough for you? There's nothing on land good enough for you. You have to go down into the darkness with like the toothed, like tentacle things. Yes. Is there nothing up here good enough for you? Yeah, that why, my, why is my the toes? Why, you know why is what the mean? feet?
1: Also, like, at what point do you like find out you have a foot fetish? Like, do you like... Ooh, look at the first time you're at the beach and you're seeing somebody wearing flip-flops and you're just like fuck. <laughs> 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 it's a good question you must just be like god damn it like fuck feet. Uh, and then like there has to be a point where you don't tell anybody and you internalize it and you're like no like I, and then there's a <laughs> moment where you're just like freeing and you're like I like feet and you're just like, like I'm doing this accepting about it and because there's like, probably
0: a good angle on it like I'm not a I'm not a boob guy I'm not an yeah. ass man feet feet it's pretty easy the ugliest to thing about me. you is what I'm into which I just turned I'm now into feet people yeah
1: because you know what it seems easy to like be with a foot unconditionally. person unconditionally yeah like, I just need to get pedicures more often and then it's fine if you
0: are into feet like you love women if that's a part you can accept.
1: Yeah. Okay. You know I'm, what I mean? I'm down if for you're this. like boobs, yeah, yeah. N- I'm
0: good. Yeah, no. Butts, ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Toes. <laughs> <I'm> absolutely. <it>. A <laughs> pair of heels. Ugh, like <laughs> <laughs> Well, it just I'm not trying to I'm not kink shaming. I'm no. mom shaming. I'm I'm shaming your mother. Call your mom. What <laughs> tell her you Call love t- her.
1: Tell her. You're looking at somebody's feet.
0: Maybe look at your relationships with your parents. Dude, and there must have... There must... There's this thing called cathexis, which is like when, as a child, the first time you, you know, you're a kid and you, like, feel... A, you know, mm-hmm. you're sitting, riding a horse or whatever. When you... For the first, the horse,
1: riding a camel, <laughs> horse Riding a camel horse, you know, like you never <laughs> you never know, riding a bike, you know. You know,
0: or you're on one of those... You know, plastic horses outside Walmart, or so, yeah, and then yeah. you're like, "Oh okay. wait, what's
1: that? What's that feeling? What's that, that? funny so, feeling? That
0: something?" Mm-hmm. And am I peeing or whatever? And whatever you're looking at apparently becomes a fetish. Is thing? Okay. So you might be looking at the gumball machine at Walmart, and then that's your thing. Do you have you? Okay,
1: this is random. This is a random part of my brain. We don't do, do random things really on this show. podcast. Okay, We're very do you linear. know about Peter the dolphin?
0: Okay, I don't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is it is this the dolphin that
0: that has sex with people?
1: I like to think that people had sex with a dolphin rather than the I like dolphin to think having it was consensual. sex. Okay, yeah, sure. So basically, this person was trying to teach a dolphin English. It's a very sad story. This was a massive funded project that went Peter. wrong in
0: the sixties. It went
1: so wrong, and like they gave like dolphins LSD, like all of these things. But there's an article about people who are sexually attracted to animals, and like they are trying to like. Call themselves something, and they're trying to like be accept. It's 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 this whole thing. But this guy was talking about how he was a little kid, and he was watching, Lady and the Tramp, and the dogs were eating the spaghetti, and he got a boner when he was a little kid. That was and a sexy scene. He instantly associated it with being sexually attracted to animals, and he had not spaghetti. Apparently not, or like the meatballs, or like yeah, something, yeah. I was saying, you know? There's so many more but erotic parts. No, he to was that. like the dog. And then, um, but it was also because of the sexual trauma that he's had in the beginning of his childhood and he didn't understand sexual feelings. And so when something was getting taken advantage of and then he was watching this movie, he instantly associated that sexual attraction with animals and then just like never talked about it, internalized it. And then his whole entire childhood into teenagehood, into adulthood was then just like internalized all of this trauma into being sexually attracted to animals. And then he wasn't able to talk about it because it would be yeah, hard shouldn't. to talk about you it. Shouldn't. And then, yeah. you know, another lady fucked a dolphin and... So this, I think he fucked a dolphin at some point. I don't know why dolphins the is always the one at the end. I don't think it's a blowhole, unfortunately. It, I don't know where it goes. i <laughs> the hole that he'll I've thought about this more than I would personally like to. I feel like my intrusive thoughts with my OCD unfortunately make me like visualize it. I have it. those too. Yeah, I like see things I don't want to see, and I'm like, uh, ah, dolphin. Don't you think that on some
0: level though, the biological basis for that is to protect us and keep us safe? And it's backfiring because I, I I pathologize myself about it and be like, I have these intrusive thoughts. I'm so crazy. And I'm like, yeah, this must have served a purpose 2000 years ago when we didn't have streetlights and locks on our doors. And, you know, mm-hmm. it was, you probably want to think about the lion eating that baby all the time because yes. that could happen to you. But it's sort of just like a vestige of the past but does it is it something like is debilitating
1: i it definitely was when i was younger because i didn't understand it and i thought i was a terrible person because i was thinking things that i didn't want to think all the time and i just like didn't understand why but also i think part of intrusive thoughts is also like it almost keeps yourself in check because if you're so horrified by that thought you know it's wrong and that's also kind of how i know if something's an intrusive thought or not because if i think something and i'm kind of like ah yeah it's like i know that i didn't want to think that that was which the right means, reaction yeah like i this was what i Apparently something in my body was trying to let me know, like, nope, you don't want that, or this is how you feel. And I kind of like, that's how I am been able to kind of like sit with myself and the terrible things that I can think sometimes. Because as long as I know that they're like bad and I didn't want to think those things, it can kind of like keep me sane. I also have hyper-awareness OCDs, so I get randomly hyperly aware of my bodily functions, and I've been doing that since I was seven. And it would make it really hard for me to like sleep and eat and function because I would manu- manually breathe for weeks and like I would just like obsessively like swallow or click my ears or blink. And it was hard because it's things that I have to do. I have to breathe. I have to blink. I have to swallow. Because sometimes with OCD, it's more about not doing the things that are your ticks and then waiting to manage your anxiety. And so it was hard for me because anxiety triggered me being aware of my bodily functions, but then I still had to function. And so I just eventually have to forget with the intrusive thoughts. It's a fun time. It's my brain. But because I was young, it really forced me to be in tuned with what OCD was and how it manifested with me because my brother had it, but it was completely different. Like he had like symmetrical OCD and cleanliness. And I was sitting here just breathing for weeks on end being like, I'm a crazy person. What, what am I doing? And then I realized I was OCD and it changed. I honestly would say it saved my life because I didn't know. I thought I was going to feel like that forever and I had no clue what it was. And I felt like a crazy person. Um. How did you like
0: first acknowledge? Because I remember when I had OCD as a kid, I had a lot of the cleanliness stuff. So I was just like a good girl. Mm -hmm. But. You know, my parents didn't realize like I wasn't doing this because I wanted to clean my room. Yeah. <laughs> I was like yeah. being a good kid doing my chores. I like would would be, you know, feel super disorganized if everything wasn't in alphabetical order. Mm-hmm. If things weren't, you know, I would organize lotions by like color, you yeah. know, and if someone moved it, I would, you know, I used to put hair. I would pull out a piece of hair and put it under every one of my items that were out on this dresser mm-hmm to make sure no one moved them. Wow. And then I would check to make sure the hair was still there. I mean, it was just, it's like, you know, yeah. we don't have to pathologize it, call it psycho. Um, but uh, but when do you feel like you first realized it? Because I feel like a lot of times OCD, it serves you till it doesn't. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And or, and or it doesn't serve you until it does. And sometimes you got to go like, how do I figure out how to make this a superpower instead of a limitation?
1: Yeah, I feel like for me, it's more I realized when I had my first like, almost like OCD attack and we were going to the renaissance fair and I was really really excited and I like swallowed and then I was like okay I have to go to bed like I'm so excited for tomorrow and then I like swallowed again and I was like no no no!" like I have to like calm down and go to bed like I am so excited for tomorrow because I also used to have this thing where like you just go to bed and you wake up in the morning and then you'll have your day so I was like just like get this over with like go to bed and I couldn't stop swallowing no matter like what I thought or what I would do, and it would make me not be able to sleep. I noticed when I was with people that I was really close with, but when they gave me a lot of anxiety, I would, like, start getting aware of my bodily functions and keep consistently doing it, and I think
0: I and by honestly— by that, you mean, like, you'll just go, like, I'm breathing in, I'm breathing out. It's almost like you're— Do you feel like there's some sort of self-preservation? Because the best thing to do to calm yourself down— is to, to focus on your breathing. Yeah,
1: I think I would be like falling asleep next to somebody and I'd be aware of their breathing. And then I yeah. would just like start breathing and I wouldn't be able to stop. And a lot of it would get triggered right before I was going to bed. So I wouldn't be able to sleep for like weeks at a time. Mm. And it was so frustrating. And it's OCD is also one of those things when you're like, oh, I haven't manly breathed in a week. And then you're like.
0: God, as soon as you celebrate like, it, then it kicks back but, in. But
1: honestly, once I was able to like. Manage the anxiety in my life and the people that were really stressing me out. Once they like left my life, I didn't have it yeah, anymore. And that's the thing for me. I I found I went to therapy for it, and they say a lot of the struggle with that particular type of OCD is you spiral out about the future because anxiety and OCD come together and like anxiety is thinking about the future and so anxiety
0: is I can't control anything and then OCD is I can control this one thing and so you're able to self-soothe with that at least I can control this you know these three crayons are in this order and like Mm -hmm. I'm gonna at least be okay
1: and I'm like I'm gonna be manually breathing for the rest of my life I'm gonna be on my wedding day and I'm gonna be thinking about this like every day for the rest of my life I'm just gonna feel like this forever and ever when's it gonna stop when's it gonna stop and I have now especially because I've dealt with this for a couple years I've been able to be like okay like I'm going to be experiencing this thing. I'm going to think about it until I don't. And then eventually I'll get over it. And it just is what it is.
0: Because sometimes the more you try to control it, the more it controls you.
1: Yes, it does. And so I I think for me, the way it has be- manifested in a superpower is I just um in negative ways and positive ways, I can just like. Think about the same thing over and over again and try and find different perspectives on it because I fixate on it and I compulsively think about it. So if I'm like, okay, if I'm thinking about this career or something about myself, let me think about it and try and gain perspective on something. Or just like, obviously, there's something that's bothering me that makes that it's making me think about this thing over and over again. Like, what is the thing? That is making me think about this. So it just makes me look more at myself and my patterns and like the way my brain works and trying to just be more like nice and calm with myself. Because once I lose that calmness, everything, the anxiety just starts spiraling and it's just not a good cycle. To well, be I love in. what
0: you said about like instead, you know, of like removing the people from my life that were causing anxiety whereas i feel like i hear most of the time not to say that you know medications don't save people's lives whatever but i think for the longest time the idea was oh add all these medications instead of subtract the stressors mm-hmm. you know and it took me a long time to go like oh i'm i'm taking this medication when I really should just maybe stop talking to this person. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? I'm taking this medication so that I can just, like, you know, figure out a way to neurologically cope with this person in my life who just might not be a match.
1: Yeah, and people, I didn't realize, I was so young, and I'm still learning this now, the people you surround yourself with Mm -hmm. have a massive effect on the way that you view yourself. And, like, it's all of your energy and the people you spend your time with, especially in a romantic sense. Like, if you're with that person that doesn't, like, make you feel like a good person or that you don't feel like they bring out good things into you, like, that is just going to affect, like, every part of your perspective on the way you see yourself. Something I
0: love, I think Tim Ferriss says this, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And yeah. I, I spend a lot of time gravitating towards people who need to be rescued and that need help. And like, and then I'm like, oh, I'm now in this all of a sudden, I start getting into a victim mentality. And it's like, Mm -hmm. no, because I'm spending time with people that aren't as resilient and that sort of don't focus on the solution. They stay in the problem. You know, I start sort of, like, taking on those qualities, you know? Mm -hmm. And, like, it took me a long time in relationships to realize that this is going to sound kind of savage, but... The person that you choose to be in a relationship with is a business decision, not because we're going to go into business together, not because I want your money, but it's like the way that I'm able to function at work, the way I'm able to function is a direct effect to the energy that I'm getting in my relationship. Mm -hmm. So it's like if this person is depleting me, there's no creative energy. It's like the Flaubert quote, be or be boring and orderly in your personal life so you can be violent and creative in your professional life, Yeah, you know, because if you're with someone that's, like, draining you, that's exhausting you and causing you anxiety, you have nothing left to give to your work.
1: And there's also, like, two ways that you kind of live your life, and for me personally as a musician, like, I'm on tour, and I bet you understand with comedy where you're, like, on tour and you're constantly leaving, but then you also have your space and you have your house and you have your friends that ground you and you're around where you are in one place and then you're constantly moving at the same time and also, like me as an artist like I am myself but then there's definitely times where like maybe on stage I would do something that I normally wouldn't do in my yeah, bedroom totally. and it's like you have to be able to handle your both feet. sides of
0: <laughs> never <their socks laughs> and
1: everything um but no you have to, that person has to be able to handle both sides of you yep. and both sides of your life because if they like the chaos and the excitement of you they also have to be able to deal with you being tired and wanting to be in one spot uh-huh. and like it's it's an interesting and also they have to be able to like understand what you're doing and respect it but also not glorify it at the same time. Ooh,
0: that's fascinating because I do feel like people tend to be attracted to me. They see me on stage, they see what I do and I and then I have to be like I just hope you know I am the most boring <laughs> like I nap nap is life mm-hmm. like oh I'm God. not at home doing Absolutely. bits constantly being funny like mm-hmm. this is like I can only really um, you know do this for a couple hours a day like this is like I only have the bandwidth to do this at night when I'm the agreement with the audience is like we're yeah. exchanging adrenaline like when you're on stage like you're on drugs yes, you know what I mean you go literally. out like the adrenaline from the audience like. You're not going to be giving me the energy of 10,000 people. So, yeah. like, I'm not going to be that person. And I'm not
1: going to be the same person I am on stage that I am, like, at home with you drinking coffee. Yeah. Like, it's just not going to be yeah. the same thing. There's a, something interesting I heard. But the good news is you're dating two women. Yeah, it's You're nice. basically I'm a, a Gemini, so two personalities <laughs> into one. I'm yeah. a crazy bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you're welcome. It's fun. Is that a Gemini thing? I, I mean, I think I'm just, in general, just a crazy bitch. So, you maybe, seem, maybe it's a Gemini You seem, part,
0: I think or the not. craziest people are the ones who are like, well, I'm not crazy. Crazy. The person, the people that are like, I'm crazy, and then you've you've been speaking like one of the most sane people I've ever met for the oh, past gosh. 15 minutes.
1: No, I just, I think I, I know my faults. Not even my faults. I just know, I don't know. You seem like you
0: understand your brain very well, but without over-pathologizing it.
1: I try my best to also just allow myself to grow. I'm 19, you know, like I'm not going to be the same person that I am. And I just remember when I first started having success in any way and I was 17 and I look at pictures of myself and I was like, oh my God, I was so young. And I'm still young now, but it's like, I, I think I just try my try and give myself room to grow and then when you're growing you can look back and be like Oh, this was a time that maybe I wasn't the best person or like this was a time that I did something being able to like Acknowledge your faults and like feel those feelings But also not like spiral out and guilt trip and make yourself feel like a terrible person at the same time
0: Yeah, it's but, that's not helpful.
1: Yeah, it's not like empathy and grace is something. I'm trying to like learn oh, for myself you Okay,
0: You know what that is? You know what sound that is? Is that by optimizers? That's by optimizers, baby. You got it. So I did not know this. Did you know that 75% of people are magnesium deficients? <laughs> Do you know? The main, <laughs> what are the side effects? You know the main side symptom is not being able to say the word deficient. It's adding an S on every fucking word. <laughs> it does give you a lisp. <laughs> no, I this is really pissing me off because I've spent my whole life. Taking sleeping pills to go to sleep. Y'all know this about me, okay? I thought I was an insomniac. I thought I couldn't sleep. I was taking all this crazy. I'm magnesium deficient. No one told me this, okay? Once I got pregnant, you know, I was like nauseous all the time. And my doctor went, oh, you should take magnesium. A lot of times nausea is due to a magnesium deficiency. So I took it for that and then weirdly started sleeping like the baby that's growing inside me and then i find out that magnesium is basically the panacea for all of my problems makes me more calm have you guys noticed i'm i mean i'm such a chill person no <laughs> it has helped me sleep like it's not just falling asleep it's like deep sleep like i've started like dreaming having better nightmares <laughs> and also i've been working out a lot just so that i you know my body doesn't completely dissolve into thin air when I have this child. It helps with muscle recovery, my digestion is better, and I'm a pregnant lady. Everyone's like, why do you feel so good pregnant? I'm like, I've been doing 400 milligrams of magnesium a day by Optimizers. This is a total game changer. Do not miss out on the most relaxing sleep ever with this magnesium breakthrough. It's called Magnesium Breakthrough by Optimizers, and we have an exclusive offer, hickey. For my listeners. And the reason I'm just starting to stutter is because I want to put in that video. I sent you a video Mm -hmm. of a doctor talking about magnesium. Yeah. Well, let's put that in. Here it is now. Don't take it from a comedian. Take it from a real life doctor.
1: Magnesium by far is the number one mineral deficiency in the entire world. Well, at minimum, you should be doing 500 milligrams of magnesium every day, regardless for your entire life. I would actually take magnesium in a supplement form,
0: take that dose, do it for two weeks. If you don't see improvements in your bowels and your sleep and your leg cramps, whatever it is you might be dealing with, your high blood pressure, you should switch formulations at the end of two weeks. But if you see improvements in those things, just continue to stay on that, that same form you've been taking.
1: There's several forms I love. Magnesium citrate, magnesium threonate, l 3 magnesium orotate, Gluconate is another version. Glycinates another version.
0: And we're back. See, I'm telling you, magnesium will change your life. My uncle and my cousin were just here and I made them start taking it uh, the night that they were here. And my uncle kept saying he's never slept as well in his life. So you can also listen to my uncle. He's a lawyer. He does malpractice. So look, he's la- his last name is Cummings. Take him seriously. Exclusive offer for my listeners, go to magbreakthrough.com slash Whitney and use promo code Whitney during checkout to save 10%. For an exclusive offer for my listeners, go to magbreakthrough, mag breakthrough, M-A-G breakthrough.com slash Whitney. Do it now. Your body and your brain will thank you. That is magbreakthrough.com. Whitney, use promo code Whitney during checkout to save 10 10% nurture your mind, nurture your body with this all natural full spectrum magnesium supplement. And also, you know, a lot of supplements are trash, by the way. So don't just go to some gas station and try to get some five hour energy drink plus magnesium nightmare. Just get do the right thing, guys. Get something put. A lot of vitamins have chemicals in them. Like, Just do a real company, please. Magbreakthrough.com slash Whitney. Use promo code Whitney during checkout to save 10 I love you. Take care of your body. You're going to get 10% off. Do the damn thing. What faults do you, I can't, you're like a magical angel.
1: Oh my gosh, no. I was thinking about this recently. So there are people in my life that I have just absolutely adored, absolutely adored. But there is a cockiness in them that I've been able to acknowledge. And I think I, for some, I mean, I kind of know why I have this very, intense drive to have freedom and stability in my life that is Mm. the main thing that i'm working for and i want that for my family and i want to have that for my future and because of the people that i've looked up to and adored that i've been able to acknowledge a cockiness in them that i feel like blinds them and i have such a strong desire Mm. of being able to have freedom and stability in my life and i'm afraid that if i ever get cocky i can lose perspectives of things she's not talking about taylor swift don't panic No, (laughs) this is more like family members that I'm not trying to make mad, you know, it's like, and I'm so afraid of not getting this ability in my life because when it comes to music, there's no rule book. You have to be the one interesting career and entertainment. There's no rule book. You have to be the person that paves your own way. And I think I'm so afraid of losing myself or losing my perspective or just like looking back and being like, here's the thing that I did that stopped me in my career. So I cannot like physically allow myself to be like happy with myself Whoa. or like satisfied because i'm so scared of being like cocky and like what Denzel Washington seen. said to
0: uh, when Will Smith hit Chris Rock it's like when you're at the top that's when the devil comes for you it's like it's that's so interesting that you have that like darwinian instinct because like most people are like i'm on top of the world i have number one single da 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 and that's when you get in a car and drive drunk. That's when you do some dumb shit on state, you know, like something mm-hmm. that is like irreparable damage. Whereas you're like, OK, things are going well. Let's just all calm down.
1: Yeah, I must make myself <laughs> deeply insecure yeah. so I shall work <laughs> harder and never like lose perspective because that's my worst fear. My worst fear Whoa, is like losing wild. perspective and being disconnected from humans because there's definitely times where you can just look at a person whether they're in a career entertainment mm-hmm. or just in real life where you're like, you don't live on planet Earth.
0: Yep, I see you it all the time. And even if they're getting away with it as performers, their personal life starts to erode and then the, you know, painkillers start to eke in and then the imposter syndrome and then the ego starts to come in and then it's just like a slow, you became like, your art starts to become like a bad impression of yourself because you're just so stuck in that person instead of going like, hold on, hold on, I still have growing to do. Like, I haven't won yet.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And I also think, like, for me, too, I had—I started going to therapy. My my therapist decided to, like, have a baby and, like, wanted to develop an emotional connection with it for some reason, and Uh. so— do, do I have to do that? It's weird, I know. Like mm. She, like, took time off or something. And like <laughs> I know, like, way to have your child rely on you. Like, that's weird. Like, it's like, don't lose yourself, okay? Don't just get obsessed with your kids and then leave everybody. Kids need adversity, you know? so this like, is basically child abuse. Come on, abuse. give it trauma. It needs to go to therapy. Like, keep the don't business running. you want to be running. a famous singer? Like, come on. Don't you want it to be a great actor? Don't you want them to be fucking hilarious? Like, come on. And so I definitely, I haven't gone to therapy in the past, like, four or five months, but I realized that, like, I have I, a great person if you want to. If oh you need to, honestly, she just emailed me today. She was like, Hey, God. I miss you. And I was like, Oh, she didn't say I miss you. That'd be like bad boundaries for a therapist, but I projected what I wanted her I to say she onto did. that. And I wanted her to say she missed me. And I just, you know, I'm mm. also really toxic and I just feel like my therapist is favorite. You know? That's so funny. Like, I just feel like I would I, be I will up there. say
0: when this new therapist, I just I've had one session with her, but like we went a little long and I was like, she likes me. Like, yeah. I'm sure the invoice will reflect.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she She's 45 minutes and I always stay for an hour. Yeah, right. Totally. I'm always so,
0: like, oh, she must really like me. Yeah. This is like this extra 15 minutes. Like, she's just like. This is so out. bad
1: that I feel like my therapist like sees herself in me like <laughs> when she was younger and she's like wow like I really like her. Um, that's just my projection. I like this new her. person
0: I'm talking to because we don't talk about um, the past. We're not mm-hmm. talking about the past like at all. She's like, so yeah, you're now. Yeah, we don't need to talk about that. Like I've, you know, I was working with a therapist for a while, uh, eight years really. Trauma therapist, great work, did EMDR. Really worked on the OCD, did the 12 steps of, you know, ACA, super helpful, you know, um, hypnosis, all this stuff around the trauma. And we kind of got to the point where I was like sort of running out of things to talk about. Mm -hmm. And um, one day she went, you know, I think it's time we get into the trauma of your birth. And I was like, I feel like we're done here. Yeah, I feel like we're good. Mm-hmm. Like, just like, well, in the op- the delivery room, like in the, you know, when it's very traumatic for kids, mm-hmm. you come out, we should find out how you were born. Was it C-section? Was it breach? Was there drama? You know, did the vitamin K drops and the vaccines, sometimes they take you, you know, I was like, I feel like I'm just going to kick it for a minute. And yeah. not, I don't want to get into the yeah. how the... The, sh- the quality of the sheets at the hospital traumatized me. The as thread a, count. I don't remember. Too... I, yeah. I Maybe the, maybe I'm a ditz, but I just don't remember. Yeah. There is a lot of science about, you know, how traumatic childbirth is, the LED like lights. Like the nonverbal trauma. Well, because like... they used to take the baby away from the mom right away, you oh. know, and then and they would bathe it more than they needed to. There was all kinds of weird shit God. going on. We're
1: just so fucked up. I know. We're so fucked up. Like, dark. we're so goddamn weird. But like, I was human just like... beings are just so I weird. was like, I don't even want to think about myself
0: as a baby. This is just feels like... And then this new woman, she's like, yeah, we don't talk about that. doesn't matter. What mm-hmm. your parents did truly doesn't matter. Like, there's a point where it's like, but eh, we forgive them, not because they deserve forgiveness, because we deserve peace. Like, move on. Yeah. And she's really savage about that kind of shit. You might not... You might still need to... You know, I'm I'm
1: definitely like go through that harping on the past. Right. Yeah. Now. yeah. Like that's that's where <laughs> you can I am. do that for a little while. Longer. Yeah. yeah. I think like familiar relationships and how they affect you and your other relationships and life like and recreating childhood
0: circumstances yeah, kind of thing. Yeah.
1: And also just like the type of love you have as a kid is the type of love you look for in other people. Mm-hmm. And I also just started like feeling feelings that I didn't understand why I felt them. And I normally almost always know why i feel the way i do whether i like it or not i know why it's happening and i just stopped knowing why it was happening and i was like i need to figure out why i'm feeling these emotions because this is really confusing to me and knowing how it's like manifesting in my life and also like having all of your dreams come true in music is like the best thing in the whole entire world but it also just made me like deeply insecure i was so insecure
0: that's the thing no one tells you Mm -hmm. about is when you get everything you wanted and what if it doesn't work Mm -hmm. what if i still have to live with these feelings and i still have all this stuff and i still feel rejected some and it's like in every level someone said to me um this was ages ago like you know that julia roberts loses jobs to meryl streep yeah, You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The net rejection never stops, yeah. you know? And then you have this mass uh, love that's coming at you. But then there's the people that are in pain out there who need to say, this sucks, and mm-hmm. you suck, and you're not funny, and you're like, uh... 2,000 people just said they love me. This one person said I suck, and that's all I can think about, you know? Because yeah. the OCD, whatever that maybe got me here, mm-hmm. is now making it so I can't even enjoy it, because what about this guy in Pensacola who just said I sucked? Yeah, right. Like, he's right, and then everybody else is lying, or maybe the other, maybe they're bots. Maybe all the people saying I love you are bots, and, and this is the fake. only real human, and I'm like, am I in the Truman Show, and everyone's making fun of me? Yeah, like, everybody's filming me right now, and everybody's
1: paid actors. Nobody and, like, tells
0: everything. you about the paranoia. Nobody tells you mm-hmm. about the sort of, like, I got it all, now what? Nobody tells you about, like... Oh, oh, now I feel like everyone wants something from me and I don't know if what Mm -hmm. I owe other people. And then like the guilt, there's just like a lot of stuff which like no one's like, oh my God, I feel so sorry for you. You got everything you wanted. But it's like, it's also real.
1: Yeah, I also think what was interesting I found is like some parts of this experience is also unrelatable to people, so they don't care. Like there's people that have specifically tried to like exploit me or invalidate me. And if I were to ever say something like, hey, you're doing this thing. People are like, who cares? Just deal with it. Yeah. You know, because I'm always like, why are we getting to the point where we're like having these opinions on person or even like, why are you making that video? Why are you trying to get a platform on trying to shit on a person? Yeah. But- the other people in the comment sections aren't going to have somebody make a video about, like, what type of dress they wore or, like, yeah. who knows who or what, whose dad helped me get somewhere, you know? And it's like, they don't care, so they're just, like, just ignore it I'm like, but why is it here in the first place? Yeah, you but know? It's, like, it's also, it's like,
0: you know, you become an artist because you're a very sensitive person, and then all of a sudden you get sen- and an attention whore.
1: And, yeah, well, there's not
0: too. Malignant narcissism, whatever uh, it just, is. Just, like Which, by the bit, way, I was just know? telling Pat because we were doing a BetterHelp ad read, and... Uh, there was something in there about like narcissists and I used to I went to two separate therapists and I was like am I a narcissist like because I mean when you're a comedian when you're a musician it's kind of like you 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 all day mm-hmm. and she was like yeah narcissists don't come to therapy and ask if they're narcissists That's true. you know what I mean yeah, they're not yeah. like can you help me get like they're they think they're nailing it and they're just out there like hurting people yeah you know but there is a narcissism that comes with insecurity of like I'm not good enough for this and I'm not good enough for this. And if I don't achieve this, no one's going to like me. Mm -hmm. That feels like it could be narcissistic because it's maybe self-absorbed. But it's like, she just made me realize being really insecure sometimes like feels like that Mm -hmm. because you're like want so badly To not be this, you know, it's like being a piece of shit in the center of the universe, yeah, kind of thing. And you have to just go like, okay. But having so many feelings and being so like a highly sensitive person, and then people like your work because you're being vulnerable and you're putting yourself out there, and then all of a sudden they're like, but you're not allowed to have feelings. It's like, well, that's I think what you liked about me, and it's so you made the song where you were like super authentic and you like expressed your anger about Mm -hmm. this guy, and then everyone's like, well, you're not allowed to have anger. It's like. Well, that was kind of the reason you liked me in the first
1: place, I thought. It's also hard for me to, like, admit that people like me. I just don't believe it. I'm I'm just very much on this point where, like, I don't feel like... Anybody likes me. I'm trying right now to be like. I don't like anyone. Acknowledge- so. I know, right? The fact, the fact that, that you're here people, is pretty big deal. I, I really appreciate <laughs> it. This is so exciting for me to be here. Like, this really means a lot. I've been and trying like, to do this for a while. I remember the video sent with Shane. Shout yes. out to Starstruck Vintage. So, like- Shane,
0: at Starstruck Vintage. Whenever I go uh, on tour, I usually like to go to a different vintage store in every city. Mm-hmm. And then whenever I go to Nashville, I always go to Starstruck Vintage and buy everything. I have so many bedazzled Dolly Parton. Uh, Mini dresses, yes. (laughs) The best, best. just the best. I have so many like Dale Earnhardt like tube tops. (laughs) I have so many like Beatles tops (laughs) and like. (laughs) She's just the best. Uh, And then I don't even know. I think your song came on, or we were playing it, or something. And she's like, "I know her," and like, you know. And then that's I think when we first started texting. My
1: first time, I mean, my only time that I went on Jimmy Fallon, she picked out the outfit for that, and we made it together, and.
0: All right, y'all know this about me. You know that I'm late. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I just knocked over lube with my microphone. Uh, You know that I'm late to the game when it comes to sex toys, but now that I'm at the game, I'm winning, okay? All you people out there complaining about anxiety and stress, you gotta go to funlove.com. Whether you're in a relationship or not, sex toys, they're gonna change your life, okay? I, I said it. The secret to life is a steady stream of orgasms, Fight me, okay? Well, fighting me is the only way I can have an orgasm. So trick, yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm telling you, this funlove.com is like my Narnia at this point. Okay, I, look at this. This is my favorite sex toy that they have. It's a- also, sex toys don't have to look like tie-dyed baseball bats anymore. Remember how tricky they looked for a while? Like on the side, they would just have the number for poison control. (laughs) They were just like, I don't think I should get this anywhere near my body. But look how cute they are now. I wanted to wait to open this in front of you guys. I'm going to do an unboxing because I didn't want you to think I just like pulled a sex toy out of my, you know, the side of my bed. (laughs) Like I just keep it under the mattress. Okay, this is the Lilo. This is the Sona. This is the Sonic Clitoral massager. I don't know if that's I never know how to say clitoris. I think it's like it's like the it's like the turmeric of the sex world. No one really knows how to pronounce it. And they kind of. uh, okay. so this is the Lilo. This is a product that will change your life. It is sleek. It is sexy. It is sexual. It's discreet. And now part of my morning routine Okay. There's something to satisfy every desire at funlove.com. So what are you waiting for? Look, they sent me a bunch of this stuff. I'm like, went on the website. They sent me a lot of the stuff that I was going to buy. Anyway, look at this sweat defense. It's not just sex toys. It's not just lingerie. It's not just the whips and the chains and the ball gags and the, all the hot, sexy, fuzzy handcuffs that you're going to need. Cause you're a bad girl and we all know it. Um, there's also like good little uh, accessories and stuff. This is pheromone perfume. It's called Pure Instinct Pheromone Infused Perfume Oil. Good, right? Oh my God, that smells so good. Oh God, that smells like a stripper that made it out. <laughs> it smells like Cardi B. Oh, that's so good. It's not, it, but it's not like trashy, it's just very sexual. I'm very into it. And then they have all these really fun candles. Hold on. This candle says, This smells like we're going to have sex, (laughs) which is uh, very, very cheeky. And this one is, I love this, soy massage candle with pheromones, Netflix and chill. Is this candle. Oh, my God, that smells so good. It's like crazy. I can't even stand it. God, that's really something. It smells like Blake Lively. Okay. And then this. Okay. These lubes. Look at, okay. Remember when lubes came in like the packaging that looked like it was made by like the world wrestling Federation. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was just like, why, why can't it just look cool? This is Jimmy Jane. I really like this this product. And look how it's just sleek. I mean, literally, figuratively. And then this is so cute. Coochie. Oh, so fine. Feel fresh. Ultimate feminine spray deodorizing. So ladies, you don't need to put lip balm on your pussy anymore. Okay. You've got Coochie. Oh, so fine feel fresh. I'll use this on my armpits. I don't care. I mean, armpits kind of are like vaginas without the hardware.
2: Without the risk.
0: You know what I mean? (laughs) <laughs> fun love. <laughs> Sorry, explore, discover, indulge and make f- make love fun by visiting. Ooh, I think those pheromones got me. <laughs> I'm all flustered by visiting funlove.com. For a limited time, my listeners can save 25% off your first order by entering code Whitney at checkout. Get off with 25% off. You said something in that interview. You said, I've been picturing sitting here for so long and I'm here.
1: I would just sit and talk. Like, I would just, like, be like, yes. Yeah, so, like, when my song went number one on the radio, I was just like, this is what it was called and this is what I was doing. And, ugh, the album. Yes. Okay. Like, I I think I would, I would mainly pretend I was, like, a musician, but sometimes I'd be like, so this movie that I just did, like— Or like, I definitely have been in the shower being like, if I were to ever, and this is more when I was a little kid, like if I were to like win a Grammy, I'd be like, thank you so much to my mom and my brother, like, thank you, like, and I, yeah, I used to imagine playing and I used to, when I was younger, I was really, gosh, I think like I was a perfectionist and I just had things that I thought made a person like perfect and I was very proper and Mm. so I wouldn't like, curse or like cut my hair or show any skin or talk about sex or like any of those things I was just very like not uh, politically in any way but I was like very just conservative and I almost like had this like I was on a high horse you know I thought like I knew what was like right and made a and then I like grew up and was like oh my god I'm fucking ridiculous but I, the last thing I ever would have thought ever in my whole entire fucking life is that I'd be the person that was like, fuck you and your mom
0: and, like, <laughs> <laughs> and your dog and that like, shit you call God, Like, oh my but God. But I think that
1: that's, th- like, it's
0: it's interesting. It's like, you know, we are who we are when we need to be that person, you know? And mm-hmm. then it's like, if you were 14 doing all that, I'd just be like, what's that? Yeah. That would be even, you know, weirder. It's like, you're having the feelings when it's time to have those feelings, which mm-hmm. actually seems really healthy. But, when you say that you were, like, sitting pretending you were on a talk show, like, when people ask me for advice about how do I become a comedian, how do I get this or this, I'm like, just start pretending that you're on, that you're famous. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else to say. I know it sounds batshit crazy, but I'm starting at seven or eight. It's so embarrassing. I would pretend I was in commercials. I would pretend I was on talk shows. I would have imaginary interviews with Oprah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, As you should. I, I mean, I would literally, it is so embarrassing to think back but I'm starting to think it really works like Mm because all the most successful people I know are like yeah I used to pretend I was on talk shows which is like the fact that no one put me in an institution thank God I was neglected and my parents just never saw it because I would I would put on like my mom's clothes and I would be like yeah thanks so Um, you know things have been going so much better the movie just came out like I would truly act as if I was I'd be
1: like rehab was really nice thank you so much (laughs) for asking I wish the Bahamas yeah I just crawled my way back up from the heroin addiction uh, like, but the movie's coming out <laughs> yeah it's coming out honestly it's like it was really humbling for me like
0: <laughs> that reminds me like one time I saw this guy in the grocery store you know how guys will like practice sports yeah just like they'll just like mime a golf swing or you know one time there's this guy who was in like a grocery store in line and he was like practicing basketball and he like shot a shot and went like
1: oh. stop
0: no And I was like why would you miss? If this is imaginary, like it like broke my heart. I
1: was like this the whole point is you can get it in. At some point in this interview I'm just going to be like <laughs> it just was like oh. oh damn it you know what at least he's honest i honestly feel like that says a lot about him i know you should have been like how was your childhood i
0: followed him around for a how while after doing? that i was fascinated by any other sports I don't or know. anything i think it was fentanyl <laughs> <laughs> it was
1: Definitely oh, like probably alt. some drug of some sort just, where were you was it this la yeah it was On like drugs yeah sure. it was one of those like yeah, yeah, sale yeah.
0: grocery stores this is yeah. in the beginning um but uh, yeah i also feel like uh like there's something so funny to me about you're like imagining yourself on oprah and you're like oop, nip slip yeah you didn't have to be humiliated (laughs) in your fantasy you could have nailed this interview (laughs) you could have been (laughs) a-okay even within my imagination i can't just win
1: no no i can't i'll be like yeah when i lost that grammy it was like such and no i did that was awesome it was like i literally was just saying that when i was a little kid i would just be like ah you know i didn't get the grammy but and then i was like that's Shout out to so Bonnie Rae. wild.
0: Well, you'll get the next one. But also, I remember practicing It's an Honor Just Being Nominated.
1: This nomination That's not what we should have been saying, meant though. meant so much to me, like, just to be considered and be a part of. And, like, but this also, amazing
0: I, group of like, women. Oh, just
1: such an incredible... Wow, women were... Um, equal and apart when multiple women were allowed to be funny in this fantasy it really was a fantasy
0: it was i i just was so all over the place but i remember this is how low my self-esteem was within my delusion that i was going to be famous is that i wanted to be in commercials and when i would eat i would eat as if i was in a commercial like i would roll up like cold cuts and be like like, to the camera. Yeah. Like, a psycho.
1: <laughs> I, I feel like... I actually really wanted to um, get a song in a Tampax commercial. <laughs> I feel like that'd That's be great. money. I'll just act like one of... Um, you know, just... I feel like tam- tampon commercials are really just women doing sports. So, cr- we're all running or, yeah, like, right. rock climbing or, like, doing a backflip <laughs> like or something. Kayaking. And they're like, and she's bleeding. <laughs> 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 Isn't that nice? <laughs> she can do both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: because I do feel like the first time I used a tampon, I was like, I just have to stand still. Like if I move, is it just going to fall out? Uh, it is. It, if
1: I cough, like, yeah. Like, but sad? am I,
0: can I go bowling? Am I okay? Yeah. Like, can I jump off a cliff right but now? But I can't play Tampax squash. like,
1: <laughs> you can do anything you want. <laughs> like, can
0: I just lie in bed? I'm on my period. I, I really, know. I feel like shit. I really don't want
1: to do anything. Who wants to run when you're Whoa. on your period? Yeah. Why don't
0: they just show a woman in bed with a heating pad and some ice that, cream watching real. Black Mirror? That's real.
1: And they're like, no. She's running a 5K uh-huh, uh-uh. and zip lining. I'm good and a cheerleader. I'm <laughs> <laughs> you
0: know, like, why do I have to do all this? She cheerleader, yeah, it's like showing someone holding up a cheerleader by their undercarriage. You're like, uh. it's almost
1: like they need to prove that women can do something while they're on their period. <laughs> so they're like, true. just so you know, we yeah. s- we exist and function. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, let me ask you about uh, your tour. Are you exhausted? You're opening oh for gosh. Taylor Swift. This is kind of wild.
1: It's so ridiculous.
0: <laughs> it is a little ridiculous. <laughs> it's I mean it's, like, it's a it's it's exactly what is supposed to be happening, but uh, I don't even it's I didn't even almost didn't want to ask you about it because, like, how do you even
1: I was just so ridiculously lucky for the tours. Well, okay, so I'll just say last year was the wildest year in my life. I had done so many incredible things, things I' never done before. I was seventeen, turned eighteen, like, Crazy. And I kind of remember... Boring because you went to Europe, like, right? Yeah. And I mean, I like, was able to open up for like Tame McRae and do shows with Mike Chem and like open up for AJR and do headlining rounds and festivals. And I played Wembley Stadium for the first time. And um, it, it was just my... I, w- I was so lucky last year. I played small clubs to big clubs to amphitheaters um, to arenas to stadiums, which we played like every type of venue that could kind of get played last year it was like if you just want to know how to tour kid yeah here you go do you, you get was, nervous i do i get nervous because i don't i don't feel like i have an accurate perception of myself and i can't i'm really hard on myself so it's hard for me to like actually perceive myself in an honest way and so it's hard for me to like understand what people get out of seeing me or believing in me or liking me and so i get really really intimidated but I just try my best because I know Mm. that's like the best thing that I could do. And I've just been doing that and it's happened to be working out for me. And so I'm trying to like build up on my confidence or try and see what people could see in me. Um, But I definitely get nervous. And I think it's also why it's called The Scare But Trying Tour because I opened up for Pink and Taylor this year, which was just so ridiculous. And I remember at the end of last year, I was like, what am I going to do next year? What am I going to do next year? Like, how am I going to like make my career legitimate how am i gonna like maybe take this like i was so lucky with the social media front but how do i make this like real life you know and then taylor is just like hey kid do you want a really fun how six does months? that
0: happen she just like, oh my call? god
1: i oh i love this story so much <laughs> yeah. this is i feel like i'm making it up it's like a lie okay so i was playing the NSAI award so i moved to nashville when i was 10 or i started going to nashville when i was 10 i moved there when i was 12 so i've been kind of overall there for about like nine years and taylor came up in the country music circuit in nashville um, and so we just claim her, like, Nashville. Yep, just, yep. I mean, everybody loves Taylor Swift, but Nashville, we're like, she's ours. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah. Um, and so the NSAI word stands for National Songwriters Association International. And so they were um, having an award show, and Taylor was winning Artist Slash Writer of the Decade. And, like, Ashley Gorley was winning Writer of the Decade. And he's at 60 number ones in country music. Like, just some little big town was going to be there. Like, a lot of these songs were just absolutely, like, heartbreaking or just, like, so... Like it just touches your soul, or it's about like God, and it just like makes you like it's very beautifully written songs. And then I came up there and was just like, <laughs> fuck. Which like, is beautifully written, just a different, <laughs> it's just a different emotion, attitude, yeah. you know? And it's, and I feel bad also, like there's an in between of like, I don't want to decide. That you think you're so famous and everybody's going to come up to you and want to use something for you, but I also don't want to be that person that's going to like invade your privacy and make you feel objectified in that way too. Mm-hmm. It's like writing this in between line and um the things people do to famous people you would not you would not
0: believe. Okay, I did an athlete. People that are athletes in Taylor Swift level fame is another level. Like. Blake Griffin um, was in a movie that I did, and we went to dinner. I, I'm the idiot that was like, "Want to grab dinner?" And he was like, "Sure." Like, I don't, I don't think he can go to dinner places. You know what I mean? <laughs> people were coming up to the table, being like, "Hey man, how's your knee? Stop. How's your is your knee? You, are you sure you should be out?" Like, people, you know, because he's a famous athlete yeah. on their tea. One guy came up and was like, "You sure you should be eating that?" No, there's a game on Thursday. You can clean. He, and that,
1: <laughs> and then one of my own
0: friends, one of my own friends, Dan Levy, calling you out comedian. First thing he says to Blake Griffin, he's just like, hi, Dan. Nice to meet you. He's like, hi. He's like, so are you can clean. Stop! No, <laughs> <laughs> I <was> like what? <laughs> like I was shocked. I was like, I feel awful. Like as a female comic, I have people come up to me. They're like, "Hey, cunt!" Like, "Hey!" Like they'll yeah. they'll try to be funny with me and say inappropriate mm-hmm. shit, whatever. But I was like, I cannot believe the stuff that people say to famous people.
1: People are crazy, and even you know, like I've I've definitely s- <laughs> people are crazy. <laughs> people are crazy. That's always what I say. I'm just like people are crazy. Funny- <laughs> I am like I'm in such a chill point in my life where like I don't really like maybe every like every other time i leave my house sometimes people are like are you and i'm like that's me and then they're like sick and i'm like cool. cool i'm in such a like chill point in my life but i've definitely been around people that i just see their lives and they're trying to just like be with their kids or like live their life yeah, famous people, and yeah. they just like It's so hard. There's
0: a certain tax you pay. It's like you get to do this for a living. You get paid. People love you. You can't have it both ways, you know, Mm -hmm. but I feel like it's it's there's this, you know, I think podcasting honestly uh, has made people feel so close to us in a lot of ways. So it's like I've noticed in the last couple of years it went from like, hey, can I get a photo to like. Hey, so uh, what's up with the uh, Nikki Glazer's brost? Can you call her from give me her number? I'm just like, what? What are you talking about? Are you about? talking about? Yeah. Like it's just so cash. Yes. You know, it's like, you know, I liked your hair better when it was short. And you're just like, like okay, so Hi. my
1: yeah. high. Yeah. I yeah, I've definitely had some people ask me some crazy things, but you know, I'm I'm definitely in a point where for me too, like I find that almost everybody that's like in music or comedy when they have a scale that they just want to do for the rest of their lives it's like i'm not here to like like be famous or like get attention or anything like i just want my music to do well and i just want to do that for the rest of my life like i just want to play shows and write songs and be able to do things with music um also with the taylor tour because you asked me how i got that and i totally oh, please, you have to tell the story I totally i'm not. just like went a million <laughs> places i literally recently just um Took a test at the doctor for ADD and it came back very positive. Oh yeah. And so I've been um, very aware. Like you and I together are just two
0: monkeys. Oh my god, just like constantly, just like going around. But I Um, love talking to you because you talk really fast and your brain moves really fast, and I talk really fast, and everybody always thinks I'm like on something. But it's nice to just talk to someone that talks
1: fast. So nice. I just I I can talk a million miles a minute. I'm so bad (laughs) at like with (laughs) interviews. (laughs) Like I'm so bad at interviews because I will just like talk way too much. I will harp on something. Like I can talk about the same thing for twenty minutes and like say the same thing five times, which is slightly. Different ways. This is a dream. Um, so basically, she saw me play, and then I went backstage, and um somebody from Taylor's team walked out and went to my drummer I was kind of like, Hey, do you know where Gail is? Like, Taylor would love to say hi. And so my drummer's like, get backstage, get backstage, <laughs> go, go, go. And so you're I'm like, I'm there, trying I'm to like, get my tit back. I'm to my like, truck. I literally am trying to make somebody, who was it? Who was it? Garth Brooks was on a live stream, right? He won Entertainer of the Year that year. And he was like, Shout out to him, shout out to him. He was like, Gail is a great performer. You know, she was playing and her left titty was about to fall out, but she killed it. And I was like, How did you know it was my left tit? How <laughs> hey, did you know It was my left tit. How did you know? So many people came up to me, they're like, I was so scared your tits are gonna fall out. I was like, you know, I was playing guitar and like singing, had a band, and you're looking at my tits. One you're looking of the at my tits, and my mom was just like, Well, you know, like they're about to fall out. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> like, like, this is not the thing. Molly like, you're you're on notice. My for grandma me. just seeing Garth Brooks talk about my tits, and I was like, "This is fun." Like... Dude, so, Garth Brooks
0: is like uh, very a very big part of the podcast comedy community. Didn't he block Tom Segura? Like him and Tom Segura have this ongoing yeah, drama. They,
2: they go they go in on him for his uh, intro to Facebook. <laughs> he's like he basically did a selfie video, very heartfelt. Oh no!
0: Uh, very low voice. Um, you know, all all of his anticipations about being on Facebook. He's like, I want to make new friends. What? I'd like to catch up with old friends. Wait! Oh right. no! On, chat with you. He's like meeting new people. Uh, I, I like need to see that this. on Facebook. I really wasn't sure about this at the start,
2: but then a friend of mine said something that just made all kinds of sense. Like, she I said, to... Think of it more as a conversation.
1: <laughs> why is this? I like that. I
2: like that. But I'm already finding out on my own. So it's wiping the walls out between you and me. And I really like that. I like <laughs> it allows that. us into each other's worlds, or I, I guess like in my sultry. case, <laughs> hotel room. It's like your, your titty <laughs> was falling. When I think about things I want to post, I, I like want to post like cool stuff.
1: Slick stuff, slick stuff. Neat stuff. Slick stuff. Neat. Cool stuff. But most stuff I'm to post is
2: going to be raw stuff
0: like this. Raw.
1: Guys, why is this turning me on? Is this real? I like that.
0: This is just who I am.
1: Slick stuff, cool stuff. (laughs) So if this is truly a conversation, then I say let the conversation begin. (laughs) (laughs) They've spent like eight hours talking about that video
2: on your mom's house.
0: Oh, no. And so, yeah. So they, okay. I've never seen that video, but it makes a lot of sense. You know what that
1: reminds me of, actually? Sorry to interrupt. Um, Um, A hostage video? There's (laughs) actually there's okay i can't believe i look i'm not gonna talk about how i know actually okay so (laughs) on tiktok there's this person there's all these audios of kind of like this asmr thing that was happening and i like looked it up on youtube and it was somebody playing out sex but just like Completely, just talking it through. It was like really. I listened to it like once, and I was like, "This is interesting." And that's exactly what it reminds me of, because it's like, <laughs> "That's nice." <laughs> like that's. <laughs> slick. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I want We're less walls bedroom. between. This is <laughs> <Like, laughs> breaking the walls between us. Like I was like, "Are they fucking?" <laughs>
2: like, he's talking to the listener. Yeah. Right
0: it now. sounds like he's gonna fuck everyone on Facebook. I was like, "Is he trying to fuck me?" Or, like. <laughs> also, <it's really> bad.
2: <laughs> it is a good warning,
0: though. Just also, get, get I
2: told you
0: this is bad I told people I am gonna die oh no it's just like it gets better the more you think about it like it's yeah. like oh it's, that's nice it's just like it's just like you know what that's like darkest part it's like this guy's like a legend he's like so talented some publicist was like you should probably get on Facebook he's like ah really I'm Garth Brooks and then he was like I'll just do it myself and they're just like well there goes his career okay. like it's just like it was so unnecessary
1: bro he posted that shit on TikTok, when he gets on TikTok, he'd be like, oh, this is... (laughs) I want to tick and I
0: want to talk. <laughs>
1: also, talk
0: to you. This like,
1: is so bad. I told people he was Kenny Chesney. It's <laughs> like <laughs> so Kenny Chesney was talking about my tits
0: or something. <laughs> oh, it's just oh, like no. such a bummer when someone has oh, successfully like gotten away with hiding who they really are for so long and has been so successful. And then now just oh. boom, done over. <laughs> it could be 3D chess comedy trolling.
1: Oh, God. No, I I think that that's genius. I would, I, one day you're going to catch me quoting that whole video. It's also so dark. Like it's so dark in there. <laughs> like who do you have tied up in your closet? <laughs> no. Right.
0: like now. How, how big of a rush were you where in where are your kids where like, are your children you could have like, done this at a show like hey
1: guys I'm joining Facebook thanks Nashville like we're like there could have been a very also like just imagine all the moms that were like oh, he's on Facebook <laughs> and I like, think he responded God, to them God so many like <laughs> he's probably like yeah oh, you like that no I'm on Facebook he does a lot of videos <laughs>
0: y'all, did you know 35% of all fatal accidents occur between 6 p.m. and midnight, and people aged 25 to 34 have the highest amount of drivers involved in car crashes. You crazy kids. Look, if you're ever injured, you can check out Morgan & Morgan. Look, doing, doing a lot of things is hard. Being pregnant, like I am right now, That's hard. Submitting an injury claim with Morgan & Morgan is easy. Morgan & Morgan has a proven track record of fighting to get you full and fair compensation. Morgan & Morgan has been fighting for the people for over 35 years. If you're ever injured, you can check out Morgan & Morgan. Their fee is free unless they win. Did you hear that, Akon? I'm coming for you for stealing one of my podcast clips to write a song after about for more information, go to forthepeople.com slash Whitney or dial pound law, pound five two nine from your cell phone. That's four, for for thepeople.com slash Whitney or Pound Law Pound 529 from your cell. This is a paid advertisement, and you will get paid if you were wrong. People are wild driving these days. I bet Morgan and Morgan is getting a lot of phone calls. Now that weed is legal in California, I will drive on the four or five to go into town and I into town. um, I'm just from the 1600s all of a sudden. Um, There's cars that are just flipped over. There's people just driving the wrong way. There's people texting and Instagramming and driving. I sounded like a thousand years old, but I guess since I used to be that person and I'm not anymore, I now notice that other people do. (laughs) (laughs) Having been the bad, dangerous driver for so long, you know what's going on. I know what they're up to because I used to do it. (laughs) When I'm just like see a girl drawing her eyebrows on on the freeway, I'm just like, what are you doing? But don't you feel like since weed became legal, it's worse? Anyway, don't put up with it. There is a there. It's a hassle. When you get hit, it's a hassle when there's an accident. Morgan and Morgan, thank you for making it easy. Just press pound 529 from your cell phone. Love you, mean it.
1: He talked about my tits on his Facebook.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> wait,
1: wait, wait. Was it like an
0: IG live?
1: Yeah, it was a live stream. And I'm not even like, I'm not bragging on this in any way. I think it's like, for me, this was a moment. I was like, Mom, Look at this. This is a time in my life. Um, so
0: (laughs) I mean, it is an honor and a pleasure, it really
1: is. I was just like, and you know what? He did say I was a great entertainer. Um, I'm trying to, and I bet my tits just looked great in that dress. Apparently, all right, all right, well. Yeah, so anyways, look, we won't take into like look,
0: yeah. bless his heart. But,
1: um so anyways, Taylor Swift, right? Um so basically Sorry, that was
0: we don't,
1: see, This is how I my feel brain like works. I just
0: released some like ancestral trauma. <laughs> <laughs> that was that, that was like such a deep like cleansing of like mu- like You start crying. like
1: muscular
0: tension. And, Like yeah. tell me
1: about your childhood. <laughs> like tell me about your parents. That video
0: is like emotionally cleansing.
1: Wow, yeah. I just feel detoxed right now. I feel
0: better about my public humiliation. Yeah.
1: I feel better about my digital
0: footprint <laughs> yeah, now. It, it makes me feel better. I'm like, maybe I don't need to take down those YouTube videos. Yeah, like, or, maybe I'm good. Maybe I don't have to take down all those videos of me during the pandemic with purple hair.
2: Like, it's,
1: it's fine. <laughs> Not the purple hair.
0: Not the purple hair. <laughs>
1: like, I kind of feel better in general. Yeah. Yeah. People need to see the growth. I'm going to listen to that every morning. They need to know that should be your alarm clock before you go to bed. <laughs> Honestly, that's what you should do. Wake you up in the morning before you go to bed. When you need to meditate, you should just loop that over that's and That's like what That I should am- be your ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> Can it be for me, though, when I call you? That's what plays. Okay. Taylor. Okay. You this meet her that night? night. I, ha- I met her that night. And um, so I walk backstage. I bring my best friend and my wonderful manager, Christina, who's in this beautiful corner. Angels. Um, all angels. And so... We're backstage and this is the Opry, right? Ooh, the Ryman. Yep. Oh, it's the Ryman, not the Opry. The the original, the original Opry but the Ryman. So it's a very like iconic Tea Nashville. Pack. It was the most Nashville thing I've ever been to in my life in all the best ways, but it's so just cool. it was so Nashville. And so I was like it would make sense of Taylor's here. I would also understand if she wasn't wasn't
0: Wow. Also, does she, Wasn't. like, levitate
1: in? I mean, there's... Helicopter, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, they, like, tear the roof down, and then Miss she, Saigon like, just, like, style. drops yeah. down, you know? And so I'm backstage, and then this goddess of a woman just, like, walks out the door, and she's like, hi! And I'm like, hi,
0: hello. Is she just, like... I watched Beyoncé wa- walk by once, and I was like, that's not... We're not the same.
1: <laughs> she looks exactly like what we're not she the looks same. like. Yeah, like, you know? we're not
0: the same, and... I, this is not an insult. It's a compliment. If there are aliens, that's one. I can see that. Like, there's no yeah. pores. There's, it's just, you're just better than just me.
1: beauty. Yeah. yeah like, Porcelain. Like,
0: Beyonce, like, floats. Like, she doesn't, there's not like a, she just yeah, kind of like, floats by mm-hmm. and everyone's just, like, frozen.
1: Yes. I, I. If somebody was, like, a vampire or something and could just, like, compel people. Yeah. To just like but there's also this, like this
0: no one's scared it's no. just like this pure reverence and then when she talks to people you're like oh this is the most genuine you're more human than you're anyone i know such also. a human being
1: yeah it's it was so interesting because like she was talking and she was so nice and was like congratulations on all your success and that was just a wild phrase to hear from somebody i look up to so much and obviously i was like congratulations on you just being you it's pretty <laughs> awesome it's pretty great like it's cool to see an artist of the artist slash writer of the decade like a deck, i like yeah. i've had like two decades i haven't even been alive for like two decades and yeah, like, yeah. decade. like and she's a, still like
0: what 30 she's
1: 33 like she Crazy. has so much life ahead of her and she's done like so much and midnight's was I, Midnights was announced, and so everybody knew it was coming. I think it was coming in like a week or two or something like that. And I was talking to her, and she was just kind of asking me questions. And is um, she in like a get up? Yes, yeah, she, she's okay. in this. Be- oh, God, I'm such a creep. She's in this beautiful blue sequin dress. It was long sleeved, kind of had like a little bit of like shoulder pads vibe, and it was like a crop top. And then she was wearing this skirt and she had a high ponytail. I remember it because I was just like, uh huh you're not a real person you know and um and I was trying to be in that in between of being like I'm acknowledging the fact that you're a human being but I'm also not going to try and act like I'm like cooler than I am like I'm not going to be like oh what's up what's your name yeah yeah like it's just not it's just like let's not and so um she was just asking me questions and I wasn't thinking anything of anything because she was like oh my god like do you like tour? Like, do you perform a lot? And I was like, yeah, like I'm like trying my best to tour. She's like, oh my god, are you touring next year? I was like, yeah, I am touring next year. Like, she's like, great. Do you open up for people? Oh <gasps>
0: no way!
1: It, I bro, no <laughs> way!
0: No. like, oh, I'm this Ooh. makes me emotional because and, and, most people would go like, hi, nice to meet, and someone would call the se- like to make the decision that quickly. This makes me love her even more. And so then
1: she was just like, do you open up for people? I don't know why. I don't know what in me made me say this. But I said, I open up for people who ask me to open up for them. And she just paused and then she's like, okay, I'll call you. And I just, I just fell to the fucking floor. Like, I was just like, and I was like, you can take it back. No, no, no. Like, you can take it back. But like, please don't fuck with my heart. Like, totally take it back. Like, take it back right now. Like, that's fine. But like. I, I will have a heart my attack break die, like heart. I just don't and think it understands. And my manager and my best friend are right next to me so we're all like, like I'm hitting my best friend like, <laughs> <laughs> like what the like, And I also was looking at my best friend like is this real, like am I making this up? Like is this real life right now? Like is this actually like happening? And so then, she was also like, my parents would love to meet you. So then I kind of like oh, stepped into parents her. Were there. Yeah, it was really cute. So I like stepped into her green room and I was a little scared because I was like, Are you? She's she in go, her like...
0: green room that other people don't like. Is no, it... it was
1: pretty chill. Like it was just like a normal, like had like water and like all the things. I was also to be fair, I wasn't necessarily like I, I felt like I was in, just in a fever dream, so yeah, I also yeah, wasn't yeah, like, yeah.
0: "What's in her career?" I room? have like, to. When What's I on her I just, writer? I
1: just,
0: I she's got she's on a level where it's not even. There's definitely
1: been a time or two where, like, even just in touring or we're at award shows or something, and I'm like, "Oh, yep, that's that's a little that's a
2: little bigger than like mine." Yeah,
1: <laughs> like which totally makes sense. Like I'm just a I'm a baby artist. Like I'm just starting out, and um, yeah, she just like and. You know, her people pulled my manager aside, scheduled to call with them right away because we're kind of like, okay, like you can say all of this, but like you're Taylor fucking Swift. Um, I don't think she plays so like, around H- though. I don't think so either. And she like means the thing she says, but it's Taylor fucking Swift and I am insecure. So I'm like, me? There's no probably way. a healthy like, reaction. No though. way. Like I'm not going to be like, yeah. Yeah. No, makes sense. No, no, no. Cool, cool, cool. And so then like two weeks later or a couple, I don't even remember if it was two weeks, but like a couple weeks later, she, uh. Offered officially, offered me dates. What can she do that no one else can do?
0: Like, if you were to explain to an Mm. alien, this is why she's on, like, the way when you're like, Oh, Beyonce, like, the way that she writes, it's like it just cuts through your heart and in a way that Mm. no one else would, the way that she, and also work ethic. That's also something that, of course, you want to say like raw natural talent, but you're like, Oh, this Beyonce works harder than anyone. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when people get to that level, they start.
1: I think she can engage her fan base in a way that a lot of people can not and also just don't bother to. Don't. Yeah, cuz like she gets everybody in on it. Yep. She gets them anticipating things. She gets people consistently excited and Easter she has eggs, little clues and they get to be the ones to figure it out. Mm-hmm. You know, like she is constantly engaging with the people that like her and acknowledging them and doing nice things for them. And she, not that anybody doesn't do this, but, like, even for me, she literally just saw an 18-year-old girl play one song, and she was like, you know what? Like I, her tits. I'm, I like her tits. Her tits almost <laughs> fell out. <laughs> I remember I made a joke about nobody being able to see my tits for free, and she didn't really laugh. And I, <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to
0: die, bro. <laughs> You're 18. She's like, let me not be in no, an HR like, nightmare. she's like, I'm 33. Oh, yeah. Like, she was just kind of like...
1: <laughs> and I was like <laughs> oh no that's a nightmare it was, it was bad I was like oh god oh no oh no um, but like yeah I think everybody she was just like writing a song in chat, right. and she like her songwriting she has been like there's a lot of people who act like they write songs when they don't there's yeah. a lot of people who act like they were a part of their visuals when they weren't there's a lot of people that like act like they're doing things that they're not She's a legitimate, legitimate writer. She's an incredible performer. And she is such an artist. And she has such a creative and incredible brain. Yeah. And also with her past, also she plays a long-term game like nobody else has. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people build for, she's had probably like 15, 20-year build. A lot of people within that peak and then something happens where they fall just that always completely. Yeah. It always happens. She just Consistently, Just always been moving up and moving forward and no matter what she was constantly moving forward constantly planning ahead and she's had I think one of the biggest and best builds I've ever seen in musical career ever in my life and
0: something that I think is really helps me watching Taylor Swift's career and maybe like obviously as a fan but also watching what she's had to endure watching like every time people try to take her down it makes me like her more. Mm-hmm. In a way and I don't know if it's the way that she handles it or it's just like you know who she is her essence as a person like I remember when she was at the Grammys like dancing people were making fun of the way that she danced and I was like what are you doing like every time someone tries to come for her it makes me like her more mm-hmm. and I'm like you just have, you have to put up with this like she's brilliantly talented this is and you're gonna come for her for that she's front row at the Grammys like like she's got this um resilience she doesn't respond to it she doesn't let it get the best of mm-hmm. her. And, like, when there was the thing with all the little, like, snake things or whatever it was, like, I don't even, the way that she handled it made me like her even more. Yes. So and it's I, almost like the adversity or the negativity that comes towards her, she's able to, like, surf that and, you know, sublimate it into yeah. going to the next level.
1: I say the snake thing as being iconic because somebody called her a snake, I don't even remember, and um, she said, somebody said, well, snakes eat rats. Great. <laughs> <laughs> and go. then she said, Snakes is gonna be my brand, yep, bitch. Yep. Like, oh my God, that was just, oh, that was Come the best me, comeback. The best comeback. I think, like, she just, her songwriting, her just like going out of her, also like, If there's not something, something, I don't, I'm not saying you have to be obsessed with this woman. I don't understand why you wouldn't be, but like, if there's not something you can appreciate about her, there's something inside of you that's not letting you. Like, if you can't appreciate her talent, her work ethic, her growth, her career, she also is somebody who has made the most money and like, highest stature off her music. There's a lot of artists and I'm not ragging on this in any way. She's a legit business Like there's a lot of people who also just like make, do things with other brands and that's how they can make a lot of money but she's built especially in the past five years a lot of things off of just specifically like her music. Yeah. You know, and her merch and the things that she's making and she's designing and it's not necessarily like I'm collaborating with this other person Mm. that could help me make money and add to my career. It's literally just her doing all of it. Also the Taylor's version there's not a lot of people who could engage somebody to listen to a song re-recorded in the same way, right. but because she was able to so eloquently explain the story and like talk about the storyline, it invested people and engaged people. And when she re-recorded the masters, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, and it was genius because I think if she like a lot somebody could have done that to try and beat their deal and like it would be hard to engage people possibly to listen to it and she did it in such a beautiful way. It's also to be
0: like, I need more money. It
1: didn't come off like that. Because it wasn't that. It was about her taking ownership of her own music and she has dealt with so much like sexism and just ignorance in the industry. From women and men, I'm sure. And and just from the business side and on the public side and she talks about those things and tries to make it better for other people like i was in a point in my life where abc people didn't understand it people don't know what happened people wanted to like say my dad knew somebody or i did something or i clicked this button or my label whatever like Like, that's
0: why you got successful
1: yeah and um she took a kid who was like possibly a lot of people are like she's calculator trying to demonize me when she could relate to that that.
0: was that did that happen
1: here's the thing it's or did
0: like, it did it happen or did it feel like it happened or a little bit it
1: was a little bit of both yeah. honestly like i think there's just some people who were trying to start things that you know like there's just people i get i have beef with men who try and have platforms off of the exposing people and trying to like yeah um gain like try and like push other people down to. No one's making
0: up. videos that are like Nick Cage is related to Francis Ford Coppola. It's like like no one cares about nepotism. It's like even if that's a th- like someone's dad knew someone, like great. Mm-hmm. and it's
1: just kind of like I wish I had that did you know blah 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 and blah 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 like it's just kind of like I'm going to like expose this person and like when they're just exposing themselves right really. and it's in like it's such an act because the person trying to expose the other person is trying to be like see I did it so follow me not them listen to me I told you the truth they're the ones that's lying like yeah. um and so I think that was hard for me to deal with and I think the new buzzword is industry plant when ABC was the first song I ever put out through a label. What's industry plant? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I don't know what that is. I it's this like, I mean. it's this thing that doesn't exist Um, where technically the technical definition I believe is somebody who tries to seem like an independent artist when they're managed by a label and have label ah. connections. So it's if I were like, I have no idea how this song is on the radio right now. Oh. That's so crazy. Oh my, like, i announced the deal with atlantic the same day abc came out i was always very open with the fact that i was with atlantic i just don't think people were like paying attention to the fact that from the very beginning i was talking about atlantic it took the song four or five months to start doing what it was doing so i think then people looked back and was like she's with atlantic she's lying and it's like i've been totally open about this since day one um but I think it's just Why kind of Why like, can't you just be happy for me?
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like hot take. Like, like, to be like, she was on TikTok
1: and wrote this great thing and signed with Atlantic. I can get that too then.
0: Are you on everything?
1: Yeah, mainly. you I'm on Snapchat. I am on Instagram. What's I'm the on...
0: benefit of Snapchat? Like, Snapchat versus TikTok?
1: There's different age ranges, honestly. Like, Snapchat is younger mm-hmm. kids and TikTok's a little bit more, like, unhinged. I would personally say, like... I- <laughs> I feel even though like I also have my own personal Snapchat that I just like talk to my friends with and stuff and it's pretty like it's it's easier to like sometimes talk to your friend. You don't even have to talk, you just send them a picture of your face, whatever you're doing. Right, right. And it's nice to like it's hard to sometimes just be Cause like, now hey. Now I feel like text hey. is
0: what email used to be. Yeah. <laughs> I use text for work. Email's mm-hmm. over. Mm-hmm. Canceled. Fuck emails. No, I'm not. It's not. A, I've sent like five emails in my barn, life. Pottery Barn. Like, it's like. just like, what is all this? I'm like, I'm just in a, like. <laughs> pottery Barn is obsessed with me. I just, I can't do it anymore. So, li- email has turned into like, an actual mailbox. Yeah. you I, o- When you open a mailbox and you just see like Bed Bath & Beyond catalogs and like Banana Republic, like that's to me what email feels like. Mm-hmm. So now text is email, I feel like, like yes. work stuff, work chains, and then Snapchat, you can actually talk to your friends. Yes,
1: yes. And it's even just more like, yeah, instead of trying to be like, hey, hey, how's your day? What are you doing? Because it's kind of hard to do that with your friends. You just like send a picture of whatever you're doing yeah. and then you just kind of make it more and more chaotic and then like you have a streak. So... It's such a like Gen Z like you talk every single day and there's just a little number of how many days you've talked like my best friend and I I've talked every single day at one point for 800 days in a row. Is there ever like a day
0: where you're like "Ah, I missed it? I've I've flew to Tokyo and you're like
1: they have a little timer and so my my friend's always like, bitch, bitch, fucking, fucking stab me. (laughs) Or she like knows my password. She'll log in and like do it. Like there's also this, it used to be this thing where you can submit.
0: That is, that would send my OCD into overdrive.
1: Oh my gosh. It was so, and also it's genius. Like how do you make kids want to use an app every single day? You get them to play this little game to just build a number. Being in high school right now,
0: can you imagine why did you you break our
1: streak? That has been me. No, here's the thing. In relationships when it's like, Okay, I think it's time that we should break our streak, and then you've talked. Oh,
0: you break up
1: with someone. <laughs> like, okay, like, and then you're like, "Well, can we keep our streak?" It's like you know we should break that. I'm like, okay, or like, like
0: we're breaking up, but we can't break the streak. I,
1: so I even have though we're not stayed together. <laughs> in relationships, the amount of times I've like my exes come over because we kept our streak, <laughs> and we're just like streak, and then it's like. Well, like what are you doing right now like it's just uh, yeah it's so dramatic that it's, is very dramatic and that was it tells you out. if you're best friends with the person so it tells you it'll be like you snap this person more than you do on your snapchat but they don't snap any like they don't they snap somebody else more than Ooh. they snapchat you so then when you're they dating snitch on your friends when you're dating somebody and you're and you're best friends and you stop being best friends you're like who the fuck are you snapchatting So it sounds like you're you're no longer best friends. Yes. And you're like, who the fuck are you talking to? Like, who are you Snapchatting more than me? Like what? And there's this thing called a snap score. And it's it goes up every time you send a Snapchat or receive a Snapchat. So if you don't talk to a person for three hours and they check your snap score and it goes up, they're like, wow, they're talking to somebody else and ignoring me. We're not best friends anymore. I mean, this Breaking really is.
0: It is just recreating the toxic nature of high school oh my in gosh. person.
1: It's so, so like, because like in friend groups, it's just like, wow, like, cool. No, no, it's fine. Like, we're not best friends anymore. And there's private stories. So like I can post a public story. Anybody can see it. I have a private story of like six people on it. And then I could have another private story with three people on it. Like, it's just so petty and especially when you're a teenager (laughs) when you're a teenager literally like i have cried over streaks breaking before because like there's one recently where it was like 700 days and i was just like damn it's also like why do you win anything it's just like an ocd you're literally just... (laughs) just like wow we've been talking every day for 600 days isn't that awesome like is it a loss that you stop? Like Maybe that's the win. (laughs) Bro, it's so weird. Maybe that's when they should give you a prize. But then you do it for 800 days and then you stop and you're just like... That's two and a half years. And then you... Yeah. (laughs) And then you just see it fucking disappear. Also, do you know how rough it is when you have to purposely ignore that person for the whole day? Like, you know you're both just like fucking ignoring each other to try and break the streak, especially in relationships where you're just like okay like and you can break a streak but then still be best friends with them and then you have to watch the best friend mark go away and break the streak and like it's a whole thing social media that that shit's petty as fuck and then it's mainly for people to send you and your snap (laughs) and your streak (laughs) it's just like but literally it'd be like what were you doing like you broke our streak like and then i'll be like well do you want to start another one and you have to snap each other for three days and then it pulls up so like you have to snap and like consistently remember to do it and then when you do it for three days in a row then the number is going to pop up and for once you reach a specific point you get emojis so if you do it for two months straight you get like a heart and then if you do it for like four months straight you get like a pink heart and then you get a smiley face when you start for the three days it's like this whole so then it's like oh my god it'll literally be like oh my god we just reached the pink heart that means we've been, like, having a streak that means for means we've been months. codependent
0: and OCD together for three months straight. Isn't this so we're both at the same mental illness. Also,
1: the thing about Snapchat that's just fucking rude is it will— <laughs> If you, like, <laughs> if you take a Snapchat and save it, it'll let you know what you were doing a year later, so it'd be like on August eighteenth. W- this is what you were doing a year ago, and it'll just like you'll. It's all. Uh, it's always an X. It's always, always an, an X. X. That's what, always. what iPhone does. That it like
0: blows up your spot. It's just like a year so ago today. Up. You're like, and now I'm in, or it's like ten years ago today, and you're like, dude,
1: that Halloween costume would be canceled yeah. now. <laughs> Please you're like, don't. You're drinking alone now. Just remember when you were in loved and felt like somebody cared about you. Or it's just like that a desperate a selfie, and you're just like, oh. There's this one. Well, t- this time is so bad. This is why I'm like single and not trying to be with anybody because, like, I looked through my Snapchat and it did like six years ago. This is what you're doing, and I was with a person five years ago. This is what you're doing, different person four years ago. This is what you're doing, different person three years ago. This is what you're doing, different person two years ago. This is what you're doing, different person. And I was like, you know what? I need to stop. <laughs> I need to stop. I've been with a different person on this day every single year for the past like five That's a years. Good thing. But it's not yes, to be not decisive. Alone.
0: Yeah, but it's also it's like I, I mean I don't know. You might meet the love of your life at nineteen that you'll be with forever. But it's like this is the time you're just like getting to know who yeah, you are. In I a like relationship.
1: toxicity too much too. I need to like be better because when I see toxicness, I'm like this is comfortable. I know and fun. feels so good. It's great, but then. It's like being on drugs. Yeah. It's like you don't you think you're nailing it. Oh, yeah, but then you're not. And, and then, then
0: you see a photo of yourself and you're like, "Uh, uh this is oh, not me having no. my shit together. Like this is bad. <laughs> Why am I sitting on the curb in yeah. this picture?"
1: But when it ended, I felt silence in my head for the first time, and I was uncomfortable with it, but it was like, "Whoa. It's everything so quiet." And this is so weird. But... That's the
0: thing when you have OCD tendencies, which I do, is when you're in a relationship that's really complicated. It's like a puzzle to constantly figure out, and, you're and it's something to constantly like it. obsess yeah. over. And, and then you're doing about... OCD over someone else's behavior, and yep. they just posted this, which means what does that mean? What does this mean? And now and I need to. This, and this and then you're just like, I'm just solving a crime all yep. day. I'm just
1: a spy all the time, just constantly spiraling about them. And then it's done, and I was like, silence. Mm. I feel peace Ooh. at peace, and like I was just like, wow this is crazy. And I also realized like, this was very toxic where I was like, it's toxic, but I don't care.
0: Mm. I don't
1: care. If I if you can be, I like learned this thing, especially kind of a bit in therapy where it's like if somebody's being toxic to you, you don't have to like internalize this and take it. You can just kind of be like, here's the things that I acknowledge are toxic about that. And I'm just going to put that here and not let it affect me. Yeah. And I was like, I can do that. That's fine. I don't care if you're rude to me because like I was so attached to a person that yeah. I was like, I know that, If we stop doing this, you will not be in my life like this for the rest of my life in any way like this. So I'm just going to hold on, get attached to this and let you treat me in like all of these ways because, you know what, I'm going to lose you at some point. So I might as well just deal with it and it'll be fine. And so now I'm in the point where it's over and I'm like, there's silence and this is nice and new and fun. And
0: it's not like you don't need to fill the void with chaos. Mm -mm.
1: And it's I actually feel like, first of all, it was like my first relationship as like being an adult, Mm -hmm. you know, and um, I think for like the first time I can like actually get over a person and like yeah. actually like work on myself. And it's kind of nice. Like I'm not really worried about them. Are they over me? Are they with this? Are they, they blah, blah, blah? Because I'm like, I don't care. There's
0: also no way of knowing.
1: Yeah. And I'm just going to let If you myself, ask them, they'll
0: probably lie. I'm just yeah. going to
1: let myself be sad. I'm just going to let myself That's be sad. It. And fine. let that be empowering for me. And like, it's just nice to be like, I don't care what you're feeling. I know what I'm feeling. And like, it doesn't matter. It's just just like that ultimate surrender.
0: Mm -hmm. It's like the war is over. You lost. And it's like, all right, at least I can just at least I lost. Yeah, And it's
1: kind of awesome. It's really awesome. And even like just doesn't matter to me and it just doesn't affect me anymore, which is nice. And it's very, very new. So
0: and uh, yeah, and I find that like being in those relationships is like about just not being with myself Mm -hmm. just being like, how do I this person keeps me so distracted and I'm so focused on all of this person's flaws that I don't Mm -hmm. have to look at my own.
1: Also, it's my last year being a teenager and I want it to be for me. You know, cool. I don't want to spend it on anybody else. Like, I want this year to be about me and to be happy. And like, you're in
0: the music business. You have all the time in the world to be in toxic relationships. I know,
1: exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But also, I'm kind of like, imagine if I just like go to therapy and like kind of keep my shit together and then maybe not yeah. be, but like not be in toxic relationships. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Or
0: or uh, just if, like, you seem to have so much awareness for yourself. It's like in healing the invisible wounds, like the abandonment thing. Like, would I want to be with someone that has abandonment issues? I don't want someone to stay with me just because they have abandonment issues. So it's like, I also want to be the kind of person that someone that I respect would want to date. So why don't I just spend this time becoming the person that I would want want to date? Uh, Yeah, You know, someone blew my mind once when they were like, would you date you? I was like, are you
1: insane? Like, absolutely not. And then I was like, (laughs) oh, maybe
0: I should just become the person that I would want to date. Uh, it sounds like a lot of work, but yeah, how else am I going to attract track. Someone, you know, it's like we're just going to
1: yeah. attract people that are attracted to our wounds. So why not mm-hmm. try attracting a healthy person? There's a lot of people in my family that have really severe mental illness. And there's definitely some people that make it everybody else's problem. Yeah. Um, but it just makes you learn to have empathy with people and understand that you can't always understand the way somebody's brain works. Yep.
0: And you just have to surrender and detach just and submit. just remove yourself when it is too much. There's, there's and, just
1: nothing you can do to no. make that person change and you will never understand the way that they're feeling Mm-mm. and that's okay and you don't have to. And
0: a lot of times well, I, they truly believe what they're feeling.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, it's, it's true to them. Yeah. Even though to you, you're like, how could you think I'm attacking you
1: mm-hmm.
0: when I just gave you this? Get You know what I mean? Yeah. How did you take, and you're just like, I can't, we're in different realities. And that's yeah, cool.
1: like I have people close in my life that are like bipolar and... There's times where they like genuinely think I stole like five million dollars from them. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know how to tell you that I didn't. I pay your rent. And like it's there's yeah. going to be like a moment of time where you're just going to believe that. Mm-hmm. And I just have to s- submit to the fact that that's what you're going to believe. Like that also is like kind of going inside my fear of getting disconnected is kind of my fear of. Losing reality. Yeah. Truly. Oh interesting because you've
0: seen people do it. I've
1: seen like family members of mine that I and I've seen them flip. Like I've seen them be there. Yep. And then all of a yep. sudden they're not. And that is my worst fear. Whoa,
0: whoa. It's really reality. wild that you're able to, at this age, go like, I know that I might have this. This is in my, you know. It's in my genetics. Genetics. To happen. I yeah. have the same thing, too, where I'm always like, do I have this thing? Do I have this thing? Do I, you know, mm-hmm. to the point of it seeming really neurotic. But I think it's like to, you know, make sure, like. I'm not losing it, right? Because I think that the people that I've seen lose it, they genuinely think they have it together.
1: Yeah, and it's also like sometimes somebody who is bipolar isn't going to think they're bipolar. Nope. Like, they're not going to be like, am I bipolar? And telling them, like, doesn't help. No, because they also sometimes aren't going to believe it, especially when they, like, get off. It's also that cycle where, you know, like, you get on medication, you feel better, and then you think because you feel better you can get (laughs) off the medication, and it's a cycle. and, And also, like, if I'm being like, you need to take this medication, then they're like, you're trying to poison me and you yeah. want me to like, you don't like me this other way and you just want me to keep me like yeah. numb and like all yeah. of these things, you know? Um, but yeah, I'm fucking terrified. When I like get a song idea at two o'clock in the morning and I write the song, I'm terrified because I'm like, was that mania? Was that yeah, like, yep. you know, when I feel depression and then intensities of sadness and then maybe a couple of weeks later, I'm on top of at the fucking
0: Whoa. sky, I'm like, I know. I'll it's be like, terrifying. am I borderline? Am I bipolar? It's terrifying,
1: you know? Even
0: though life has those vicissitudes, mm-hmm. you know, they do have those extreme ups and downs. And
1: then there's the level of being like, I understand that life is hard for you and you are just not going to get over this shit, but you could have and you didn't. And that part is on you, you know, like being able to be like, I understand that this thing is hard and a lot of people can't persevere that. But that in itself is on you and not anybody else around you, you know. And so it's kind of that in between where it's like you have to just submit to it, especially with the people like I've had people in my life where. I just don't think it's ever going to get any better, which I've come to peace with, and it more hurts and me. And they probably think that about us, too. And they also, like, I don't think they think that they, like, want to get better to put in the effort, you know, because they've been... But just... I, A
0: lot of times, they don't think they have a problem. Mm-hmm. There's also that, when yeah. you're just like, oh, you truly think that this is... you are Like, you're, I mean, you're done. Like, this is... Mm-hmm. Especially mm-hmm. when
1: you're manic, like they they you think you can think you're a genius you can think you're top of the yeah. world they, you're god you know something that everybody doesn't you know and so that feeling like you as think someone get this shit together as uh, somebody who's a genius and knows everything <laughs> and like i'm just better than everybody else and i'm just like
0: well i know. was talking to Duncan Trussell about this recently because i after my mom um i know everyone's sick of hearing about this i'm sick of talking about it don't don't panic um but going through um, losing both my parents and like, I always had to take care of them. So mm-hmm. as soon as my mom died, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do something for me. I'm going to smoke weed. I'm going to take these mush- microdose mushrooms. Mm-hmm. That's what everyone's doing, you know? And I was doing it for the wrong reasons. I was doing it to sort of mask grief mm-hmm. I- instead of to, you know, I was doing it to check out instead of to check in. And I had a little bout with mania because the mushrooms just weren't a match for me or me. I also went off Prozac. I went off birth control. Mm-hmm. Like, there was a lot of... Just many things I was going just on. a lot of confluence of things pl- plus grief. And, um... And then you know, losing someone that you know you didn't have a great relationship with, there's this weird burst of energy mm-hmm. that's like this bittersweet. I think people that have had parents that have been in beds for a long time or been chronically sick for you know it's like eleven years, there's this bittersweet like, at least she doesn't have to suffer anymore. And now I have all this like bandwidth and energy that I mm-hmm. used to be using on worrying about this person. That that because it was like Groundhog Day of is going to die today? It's today, it's today, it's today, yeah. today. And so there was, you wake up, and it's like, well, at least I don't have to worry about my mom dying. That happened. Mm-hmm. Like there's a weird you know freedom to it. And um, Dr. Drew actually was talking to him about this. And he was like, mania, part of it, you know, you have it is when you don't think people are listening to you. Like, you don't think people mm-hmm. understand, you know. Mm-hmm. And I had that. I was like, th- I found out something about the Scientology boats. And I, like, <laughs> found myself <laughs> telling people, like, you know that on international waters, there's no laws. And people what? would be like, oh, that's crazy. And I'd be like, but. No, 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 but you're not listening. But like Like, for real though, and they'd be like, "Yeah, that's wild," and I'd be like, "Well, we're not gonna do anything about it. I don't know what. Let's
1: fucking go." I didn't.
0: (laughs) I didn't feel like anyone was taking it as seriously as I. Bosses
2: in the driveway. I'm I'm like like,
0: fine. (laughs) So you're just. I'm gonna call an Uber right now. So you're just a pedophile. (laughs) You're gonna let this happen. And it, I was like, I guess it's just me against the world. I guess I'm just going to have to take on the Scientology boats myself. You know, it was this. Just, I'm going to call up Scientology. I, yeah. Give them all my money and then they're going to stop. I had this like it was like this. It was like a grandiose uh, feeling of like responsibility mm-hmm. that like, I guess I'm the person that has to solve this, you know, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. And no one's listening like which by the way i'm right it's true it's creepy it's weird um but no one but no one really has time to care about this stuff you know and then um the Saudi money putting money into Apple and Amazon and all the stuff. I'm like, don't you guys see where this is going? <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> I can change it.
0: Okay, they're buying golf. What's next? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, it's the kind of thing where it's like people will care about that in like 10 years. I think when you're an emotional person, a sensitive person, comics, we tend to like sort of. Be, you look at the world and you're like, what the We're fuck? already Let's kind of like, happen. we see what's coming on the, over the horizon, but yeah. most people can't deal with what's happening right this second, you know? And, and they
1: can't handle thinking about things that they can't control. Yeah, they're like, they you want me it? to
0: deal with Saudi. Buying golf, like, that's, that doesn't break my top 10,000 worries I have today, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, but if you only, do I need to say it again a different way, you know? Yeah. And so I I was in that state, thank God, you know, stopping uh, this. Also, weed was like, at that time, like, try. I just needed to cry, yeah. you know? Yeah. And doing the mushrooms, like, I'm sure they're great in medicine, whatever. They just weren't the right match for me at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, So, but when you're in that manic state, it is like, no one else cares, yeah. And you just don't get it. And you're a, everyone else is asleep mm-hmm. in your mind. Like everyone's just asleep. Yeah. And I was like, I'm saving the world and all these people are just on cruise control. And then you're like, oh, wait.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like you think you can see something that nobody yeah. else can yeah. see. And
0: there's and you think you're doing something great. So it's like the the mental illness that I've dealt with in my family, too, is like they truly think they're doing something great. And I'm some asshole mm-hmm. who's like not helping.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting when you can see the fact that a person's lying to themselves because something I realized is like, I personally am aware of the fact that I have a narrative that I like consistently have in my brain. Like, I'm like, I'm Taylor. This is our, These are the things that I think about myself. These are the things that I'm doing. And you can very casually alter those things and believe them to where it changes the storyline that you're telling yourself because i do those things not even consciously but subconsciously so i feel connected to who i am as a person i just remember the first time sensing a sadness in a person and i think then it put me in this perception of what love is is i'm constantly trying to make a person feel like
0: i'm
1: i'm i'm not trying to fix them like it's just more like I, I found in relationships that I have a really intense drive to make a person feel like I care about them and make them feel like they're being treated well because I want them to feel like they're being, I'm doing right by them, mm. you know? And I don't always think about what I get in return, but I'm not like, I'm always giving and I never get it. I just like, don't care to think about it. I'm not like, oh, yeah. do I feel love? Do I feel like I'm taking care mm. of? I'm just like, you need to feel these things that I need to do that. And that means that's love and that's what's right, you know? And I think it's interesting to see, and especially in therapy, seeing like my familiar like, family relationships and seeing how it's been seeping into my love life and my friendships and all of that. It's, like, interesting to see how it's manifesting into my life.
0: You're a beast, dude. You're a
1: beast. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're Mm -hmm. just a beast. Trying. I haven't been to therapy in, like, five months, though. I miss her so So this is you as a mess? I miss her. This is you, like, not self-aware? But that's really where I am in my life where I have no clue what I'm doing. Nobody tells you how to get a song to do well, what to do afterwards, how to tour, how to play stadiums nope. like you just have to fucking do it and learn and like give yourself the opportunity and whatever grow. worked
0: for the person that's famous before you that is going to mentor you the circumstances have already changed yeah
1: it's just it's just not going to work and I feel really lucky that like I, I feel can,
0: when people ask me how to be a comedian now I'm like I don't know show your butthole on Snapchat I don't like yeah. I the way that I got show it show your
1: feet and let people exact, jerk off yeah, to yeah. it
0: <laughs> yeah go on OnlyFans and yeah, I don't know give a foot job give birth yeah like I don't you know that's, so it's like, is that what's coming I up I I just, <laughs> yeah
1: yeah <laughs> I just obviously is that your future obviously I'm one I'm wondering if that's a deal I should make. I'm, honestly, you can... <laughs> so okay, I feel like there's this app that, like, connects you with doulas or some shit. Oh, and then yeah? you should... Oh, why do I know Farmers it only? It yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, it's christiansonly.com.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be in a hospital around medical professionals. Yes, that's that Doulas are What aren't. do you mean? I You're not going to be in your pool? I'm not like giving birth, although there you is... Be in a sauna. There is a dolphin birth thing. Stop. Yes, I'll send you the video. Okay. <laughs> I know how much you
1: love dolphins. I love dolphins. The amount of people I've told about Peter, first of all, R.I.P. <laughs> Peter. Well, it was you know a... what they did to Peter? Oh, Do God, you know what Don't tell me. Don't tell me. You don't know what happened? Me. First of all, Peter got romantically attached to the scientist. okay? Romantically attached, okay? Because this happened for years, for years. And you know what happened? They stopped the program and they put Peter in like a small tank. They don't let him move. They put him in darkness and he kills himself. Dolphins can kill themselves, and Peter, Peter fucking killed himself. RIP Peter, this
0: is exactly how I sound on mushrooms <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Who says is, I'm not It is like looking in a mirror of me <laughs> in January. <laughs> I mean, I do have to, I did have to cut like 20 minutes out of every episode of like, so this is how tigers get trapped. Watching
1: a person justify fucking a dolphin. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, no, he wanted it though. Why?
0: (laughs) There is something I love about people that have intrusive thoughts where they feel the need to give them to you. Just like, so you know, when someone's I'm landing like, one It's like I have intrusive thoughts. I'm like, me too. And they're like, well, I have this one where I'm like, don't, do yeah, to me. Yeah, when you hold your baby, I hope you think I, I want to drop it. I you know? always think when I'm holding a baby that I'm going to drop it. Yeah, but doesn't that ensure that you're never gonna? Yeah, like right before
1: it. you're tucking your baby in, you're like, I'm going to suffocate it. <laughs> Sorry, wish you the best in luck of motherhood. I hope I'm it's like, a good time. Uh, <laughs>
0: You're like, so thank you so li- much.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is being pregnant is women just coming up to you telling you all the ways your baby's going to die.
1: It's, yeah. It is wild. I also feel like people like touch the stomach and that's so weird people to me. People don't do that to me. That's good. It's been, that's maybe good. it's not big enough yet. Yeah, how many um, months are you? Five and a half. Five and a half. Mm-hmm. oh my gosh how is it being pregnant it's you're so growing weird. a human being I know do you ever think about that I have this little thing
0: that's like a calendar like days of the week thing yes. that tells okay. you what you're growing each day yes and it's... I sign
1: my exes up for that when I break <laughs> up with them I sign it literally them up for it'll that. be like today you're
0: growing eyelashes I'm like <laughs> You're like oh, so gross. gross. Today oh, gross. you were a butthole.
1: I'm like cool. Thank you so much. It's a boy, right? It's a boy. Oh my god! I know. Do you have any names picked out or anything? Or are you I think I do. I'll you, tell think you, you when do. We're done. Oh my god! This is so. I, I are you like- gonna go for like the LA like indie cool name? Or are you gonna like? Do a keychain name. I
0: have a that's a great way to put it. I have a name that's very traditional and then a name that's very wild that I'm gonna make his middle name okay. that I'm gonna go as. And then if he wants to switch back to the normal one later because he hates me, fine. That's fair. He that's has fair. options. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. You're giving him room. And possibility. Yeah, yeah, Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because it's
0: a lot of the names that work as babies don't work as adults and vice I versa. Agree. I
1: agree. You know? Yes. Yes. Billy
0: and- is really cute as a baby. As an adult, you're like, get it together.
1: <laughs> Billy? Bill, I fuck with Billie Eilish though. I do have to say, oh, I feel well, like
0: Billie for a girl. It's but great. for a girl, for a I boy. think that's just awesome. Oh, that's my favorite. Like,
1: but yeah, my uncle's named Bill, and it's like, girl the fuck up.
0: But when you he was a baby, like, was be he Bill? Better,
1: Billy. Billy. Oh yeah, no, you're Bill now. Yeah, you have to be Bill. Mm-mm. Bill. But he kind of acts like Billy, and it's like Billy Bill like <laughs> You fucking kill me, man. Every time I make you laugh, I get really proud of myself. You need to stop. Like my dicks is going to be huge by the end of this. I'm
0: obsessed with you. Oh my god. Okay, I know I'm holding you way too late. I'm too in love with you. I'm keeping you way too long. Easy.
1: These things are hard to end pretty awkwardly. So I end these very awkwardly. Don't write on elephants. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: So cute. <laughs> <laughs> you'll be hearing from my lawyer <laughs> i love you gail make sure to go see her unscared but trying tour. she's the best i love her i'm obsessed with you I'm obsessed with what a you. dream this is
1: so lovely i love Thank you, you.
0: I'm i love gonna you be as awkward as always oh my
1: gosh. cut oh my